Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the NSAA High School Baseball Championships from Werner Park in Omaha on Friday, May 17th. Catch the Class C game at noon Central, Class B game at 3.30 p.m. Central, and Class A at 7 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. We're under 10. Here's Davis out near the timeline. Gets it to Stalky at the top of the key. Has it knocked away, but Reed gathers it. Now to Clark. Step back three at the buzzer. Oh! <laughs> Not again. <laughs> Indiana all over again. Welcome back to Hurt at Sports Radio here on AM590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities. I'm Ravi Lula, Andrew Rogers here with me. We're live from the Hurt at Sports Bar and Grill on the H&H Chevrolet stage here on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Still Wednesday, just double-checked. Um, January 3rd. You know, didn't necessarily think we'd talk about Dave Tepper for as long as we did, but I- I'm fascinated by A, weird rich people behavior. <laughs> Because it sometimes it, it, it seems like they live in a totally different world. Um, and well, they do. They have more well, money than us and can live in a different world. Fair. They have all the luxuries of yeah, life. That, that's fair. <laughs> um, and B, I'm fascinated by bad owner behavior. Because I think there's... I, I genuinely believe it's almost impossible to have a a long-term successful franchise without at least a competent owner or an owner that stays the bleep away from the stuff he's not supposed to deal with, right? Like, I think a big reason part of the, the – a big reason the Cowboys have struggled and they're better – or they're, they're good right now but haven't been able to win a Super Bowl since, what, 95 uh, or 96 Super Bowl, 95 season – is because Jerry Jones can't keep his hands out of the uh, can't keep his hands out of the pie. Is right? it what's up? Isn't some of this part of the isn't part of the problem some of the rivalry between the owners themselves? I mean there there would be there would be like Al Davis used to back in the eighties, he would draft people just so like Kansas City couldn't draft them. And it was just part of the rivalry. He was just doing that sort of stuff just because he didn't want the other owner or the other team to 
you know, to have that certain person. I mean, they were just doing it because of that. Yeah, I don't know if rivalry is the white, right word, but ego. I think ego. ego has a huge factor because, okay, so especially guys that are buying teams now. You see this in the NBA all the time because it's, it's newer owners in the NBA. Most of the owners have, have uh, flipped within the last 20-ish years, it seems like, whereas the NFL, you've still got, like, the – Rooney's, I think, still own the the Steelers, and the Maras still own the Giants. Like these are founding families. Yeah, the Hallises still own uh, the Bears. the Bears. You've got the Davises that have owned the Raiders forever. Like you've got Jerry Jones has owned the the Cowboys for forty years or or however long it's been at this point. Like you've got these really old owners that some of them made their money from the franchise. And some of them have just been part of the franchise for so long. Whereas in basketball, all of these guys made their billions doing something else. Mm-hmm. And then they came and, and bought a basketball team. It was their big shiny toy that they bought. Right. And you're starting to see that, like, that's, that's Dave Tepper, right? Or that's, uh, was it Josh Harris, I think, is the guy that bought the, the Commanders? Um, yes. You've got, like, those are the new age type of owners. So their egos are enormous because they, and, and to a certain degree, rightfully so, because they made their money doing something else they've been super successful already right and so this is they're like well why wouldn't i be successful in this i'm successful at everything that's just that's how their minds work and so i do think there is a certain level of ego where it's like well like i couldn't possibly be the problem here look how successful i've been at everything else i've done it's like well okay yeah maybe that's true maybe you just had one really good idea at the right place at the right time and now you're in, you're out of your league, right? You're out of your depth because you haven't been evaluating football since you were 14 years old. And I think that's where you run into a lot of these problems is ego, where Dave Tepper's ego is seemingly out of control. Well, when you make that type of money too, yeah. that's where you develop the ego. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and, and at some point, you, you have to have an ego to get that amount of money. For sure. So the ego probably started a, a lot sooner than today. And it's weird to say, like, I think a lot of times the ego is well-earned in their respective area, but they can't compartmentalize that from well, that because, to football. Because it, comes, it becomes a competition, Yeah. right? Yeah. Like, if you're not the best, mm-hmm. you want to be the best, or you want to yeah. you strive to be better than X person. Plus... All of these guys know each other. Yes. They've been in rooms with each other. They know who they like. They know who they dislike. Uh, they don't have to be friends with one another. And a lot and, of them aren't. I mean, and, and they aren't because they're so competitive in their own space. <laughs> Plus, think about this for a moment. When you go into one of those meeting rooms, mm-hmm. I'm Dave Tepper. You're Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones talking about Jerry Jones, right? Yeah. You're talking about yourself. Always. Dave Tepper is going to get annoyed by that and yep. try to one-up Jerry Jones. By talking like, about Dave Tepper. <laughs> they're so busy talking about themselves yeah. versus, you know, something else in life. And, and that's why those circles are so small. Yeah. Right? You and was, nobody wants to spend yeah, time no, with no one people. Wants to, <laughs> no one wants to sit down and uh, not address the elephant in the room or try to find something that you can both relate on because you guys are too busy being like, hey, I made $3 billion yesterday. What did you make? Right. Oh, I only made two. Oh, oh. And this, a, then the other. And a lot of that's fine, but maybe just keep it in the ownership group, not when you're sitting in the press box and you're throwing your gin and tonic <laughs> on a... I thought you were going to say gin and juice like Snoop Dogg. Yeah, just gin and juice. <laughs> His purple drink. His, yeah, keep his the tea. purple keep the purple drink in the press box. 
Dave Tepper literally spilled the tea. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he did. Oh, man. Bringing it all the way back around. No cap. No, that, but that's why a guy like Mark Cuban is so unusual and seemingly likable because he actually – like says interesting things sometimes. I also think he's likable too for his role on Shark Tank. Sure, yeah, absolutely. But even before that, I remember when he bought the Mavs and he seemed like a regular guy. Like, 285 million. And I get he wasn't a regular guy because he was still filthy rich already at that mm-hmm. point. But he acted like a fan, kind of like Steve Ballmer does now, except mm-hmm. for like 30% less crazy. Steve Ballmer's like out there. Uh, but he acted like a normal person. Yeah, he was on he he was sat, first row. Yeah, he sat in the stands instead of in a box. He was cheering. He's wearing T-shirts and jeans and Mavs gear and whatever. He'd go out and shoot on the floor at halftime. Like, the, he seemed like a normal, relatable dude. Most of these people are so far, like I said, they, they live in a different world, right? Because they do live in a different world. They're so unrelatable. But the the point with these franchises is, though, I don't know how many franchises – like, Robert Kraft is a really good example, right? I'm not saying he's a good dude. I have no idea. He's, you know, been in the news for some things. But he does pretty much the best job an owner can do in the sense that unless something really big comes off, he takes his hands off the wheel. That's the best thing an owner can do. If, if they're not super well-versed in what they're doing, which most of them aren't because, again, they made their money doing something else, they just take their hands off the wheel and say, hey, the people that I pay to do their job, you notice this isn't just a, a, a sports thing, right? Really successful people that own businesses, uh, Warren Buffett's a good example of this. He, buy, he tries to buy businesses. This is like his model, right? He tries to buy business, businesses that already work, and then he just leaves everybody alone. Because if it's already working and already making money and was good enough for him. Why change it? Yeah. Why would you bother that, right? If Bill Belichick is the greatest coach of all time and had a, you know, at least until a few years ago, but had an incredible run, was doing great as the GM and the coach, why would you mess with that? And I think it's so hard for guys that have that much, that are so used to having that much control over things to just all of a sudden take their hands off the wheel. And so that's why, like Gary a Dave, Underwood, Jesus, take the wheel. Yeah, just you know, Bill Belichick, take the wheel. Like that's <laughs> he was he was the savior in New England for a long time, right? Coming was in. he or was it Tom Brady? Well, well, that's a fair question. Now it's a different argument. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> now, never mind. I was gonna make a Jesus wine joke. Never mind. It's fine. Uh, I was gonna bring it all the way back around to Dave Tepper drinking champagne in the suite. But <laughs> why uh, don't you just bring it around to okay? He brought up Tom Brady. Oh, uh, didn't Jim Harbaugh say J.J. McCarthy was the best Michigan quarterback of all time? I mean, and then people got mad about that on social media. I didn't even think twice about it. Well, it's because it's true. Yeah, he at, at, Tom Brady at Michigan wasn't got, what J.J. McCarthy is no. at Michigan. You got to take the NFL piece out of it. Yeah, he was Tom Brady was let's be frank a part-time starter at Michigan. He got. And part of it was a weird thing with Drew Henson and whatever, but he was a part-time starter at Michigan. He got benched for a guy that ended up playing for the Yankees. Like, this is a – like, it's not an argument. He was drafted in the sixth round, yeah. right? 199. Uh, I believe, yeah, he was the 199th pick. J.J. McCarthy's He's numbers – Going to go in the first round. Is probably first-round material. And on top of that, Michigan is in the national championship game – Partly because of one J.J. McCarthy. You heard it here first. Andrew Rogers thinks Tom Brady's trash. That's what I heard. Yep. Yep. Uh, 
<laughs> Coming exactly up next. Exactly what I said. As we enjoy, you know, we enjoyed the playoff games uh, over the weekend or on Monday, I guess. I don't know what day it is. We're getting into the last week of the NFL regular season. It's starting to bum me out a little bit. I see the end of football at the end of the road. I, I feel like we got to talk about it. Coming up next on Hurt Sports Radio.